To think for yourself and question authority is not only your your uh, pleasure to think for yourself, it's your duty. You've got to think for yourself in the information age. You want to reclaim your mind and get it out of the hands of the cultural engineers who want to turn you into a half-baked moron consuming all this trash. Teaching people how to use their head. The uh, point is that in order to use your head, you have to go out of your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind. Is government the tool for change in society? That's a question I always ask myself. I gotta say, I don't feel confident that government is the real tool for change. I just don't, I don't see it. You know, occasionally the government can be effective when it comes to change, but it's sort of like steering a cruise ship using oars. That's how slow they are when it comes to making change. I've been thinking about whether or not the government can fix problems right after the Vegas shooting. Uh, Whenever there's a mass shooting in this country, which happens probably once a year, I think about, can the government do something about this? Shouldn't they, though? Shouldn't they? Isn't the onus upon them to do something about this? Like, I don't know, let's say make assault rifles illegal. Jeez, that's a good start. Yes, military-grade weapons, or imitation military-grade weapons. Why are they legal? Why? The AR-15 semi-automatic rifle that was used in the Orlando shooting. Rumor has it that they were used in the Vegas shooting as well. The AR-15, the consumer version of the military M-16 rifle that everyone's familiar with. How many AR-15s do you think are owned in the U.S.? Try five million. Five million assault rifles. They're just out there. (laughs) How fucked up is that? How fucked up? is that technically they're not covered by the second amendment no the federal government and the states can outlaw them they have in the past the second amendment protects gun ownership of the types of arms that were in common use in 1791 that's right in 1791 well before automatic weapons were invented the government banned military style semi-automatic assault weapons for 10 years between 1994 and 2004 and deaths from mass shootings fell There were 15 mass shootings with 96 deaths during the 10-year ban. The ban expired in 2004 and was not renewed. The mass shooting deaths soared. During the next 10 years, there were an astounding 35 mass shootings and 195 deaths. Gee, is this a no-brainer? Obama, for all his faults, following the Sandy Hook shooting, asked for the gun control advocates to reinstate that federal ban on semi-automatic assault weapons that expired in 2004. But of course, Congress, which was majority Republicans and some pro-gun Democrats, shot that down. Because you know you can always count on bureaucrats to not even have their cold-ass hearts moved by the killing of 20 children. No, that's not even enough to make old white men move a pen around and reinstate a ban that just should be there Forever. Of course not. Why would they do that? Their children are alive and safe in private schools. Why would they give a fuck about the rest of us? Opponents of this ban say that assault rifles are good for hunting and shooting and self-defense. <laughs> I say you're full of fucking shit. Good for hunting. A 30-round clip? Good for hunting? You need semi-automatic weapons for hunting. You think we just fell off the fucking apple cart here? I don't think so. These weapons are good for one thing and one thing only. Military usage. 
killing people. So try again, assholes. But we don't need control. We don't need reform. These guns should be widely available. Oh, they should. The only reason I have these is for military activity. They should be available. In the state of Nevada, you can get one in hours. If you pass all the background checks. Oh yeah, hours. And you can get a large capacity magazine and a silencer. Oh, really? In Nevada? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No problem. It's no wonder the woman who visited me from England asked me, do I own a gun? Ask me seriously, do I own a gun? I said, why would you ask that? Because over in England, they think every American carries a gun. <laughs> That's a great reputation to have. What a wonderful country I live in. The rest of the world thinks I'm a violent asshole. Just so there's no confusion, I want everyone to know that I am aware that machine guns, fully automatic machine guns, are prohibited to be owned by private citizens in this country. Oh, yes. You can own one if it's older than 1986. The majority of the machine guns are owned by law enforcement agencies. But nonetheless, there are arrests made every year by citizens who are in the possession of illegal fully automatic machine guns. There's over 600,000 fully automatic machine guns in this, U in this country. Don't own a fully automatic weapon? Well, you can just buy a semi-automatic weapon and then something called a bump stock or a slide fire stock, which creates a rapid fire experience on your AR-15. Get an extended clip and you're good to go. And the gun industry has made all of these things easy to acquire in the U.S. It's not easy. You have to... It is easy. There's five fucking million of them. Some lawmakers this past week have suggested to make a ban on the bump stocks. Of course, the NRA said, no, that's a bad idea. We don't support a ban on that. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. I wouldn't expect you to, NRA. You would think, right, in a reasonable world, that everybody would be on board with banning a device that makes semi-automatic weapons shoot almost automatic fully. You would think so. But we don't live in a reasonable world. No, of course we don't. And perhaps the gun industry realizes if you put a ban on such things as bump stocks, then the sale of semi-automatic weapons might decline. Oh, and that's a concern if you're evil. But sales are important, aren't they? The gun industry's gotta, you gotta sell those weapons. Nothing's more important than making money. Oh, yeah, there'll be a few mass shootings here and there once a year. Maybe we'll lose 50 to 100 people. Hey, but no problem. We're still making some money. It's a small price to pay, isn't it? few civilians here and there. Is the government tool for change for this? Some people don't think so. Some people that have served in Congress for many years don't even think so. I'm going to play a clip of former Congressman Steve Israel. He served for 16 years, a Democrat in New York. He's got a pretty doom and gloom outlook on whether or not gun control will actually happen. There were 52 mass shootings in the 16 years that I was in Congress. And each and every one of those occasions, what we saw was this. They tweeted their thoughts and prayers. They lowered their flags. They had held moments of silence. I've done more moments of silence than I thought was ever possible. Well, guess what? Moments of silence are not enough. I'm Steve Israel. I was in Congress for 16 years. I saw firsthand why Congress will never do anything about gun violence. The gun lobby is far more successful than those of us who believe in common sense gun safety laws. It outmobilizes us, it outflanks us, it outspends us. 
it out-organizes us. They have these uh, legislative scorecards and they make sure that everybody in that district, in a congressional district, knows how their member of Congress voted. They figure out who in a particular district is motivated to go and vote based on uh, a member of Congress's or a candidate's record on guns. Most members of the NRA I found, particularly in my own district, agree that crazy people shouldn't be able to buy assault weapons, but it's the leadership of the gun lobby that has to kowtow to the gun manufacturers that fund their salaries that has so warped virulently this entire issue. The shooting that we just witnessed in Las Vegas, the worst mass shooting in our history, will probably create uh, the most frequently asked question. Why is this happening and will this be a moment of change? The answer is no. Steve isn't very confident. And he said something about crazy people not owning assault rifles. Well, Steve, I think you're setting the bar too low. I think it's all people owning assault rifles. Any people owning assault rifles. That's a problem. I don't have faith in the government. There are just too many hurdles to gun control legislation. Look, I'm not going to look through rose-colored glasses and say that this is going to happen because it's not. For one, the power of the gun industry in making elections happen and putting people in power. They spent $30 million to help Trump, another $20 million to support six Senate Republican candidates, five of whom won. The NRA has consistently been a Trump backer, even through all his controversies. Trump is known to reward loyalty, so of course there'll be no change on Trump's end. Trump's been a staunch Second Amendment champion. Can't expect it to come from him. The majority of Republicans, according to a recent poll, do not support broad gun restrictions or even bans on assault rifle-style guns, high-capacity clips, or bumper stocks. Yeah, Republicans don't give a shit. To them, the existence of all of those things in our beautiful land is totally fine. (laughs) And to them, I say the existence of a single fucking brain cell in their cranium is totally rare. Another problem is the voters. They come from rural counties. 62% of Trump's votes came from rural counties, and more, more than half of those people own a gun in their home, according to a 2014 poll. So you're not going to get the support from them. The power of gun rights groups, very influential. Their influence far outweighs gun control groups. In 2016, gun rights groups spent $10 million on lobbyists. Gun control groups spent 1.7 on lobbyists. The NRA spent three times that. And of course, the majority of the investments go to Republicans, those gun groups, of course. So what do we do about it, guys? What do we do? Well, as I've always said, you don't look to your institutions for help for any of this, for relief. The best they can give you is a moment of silence every few months after there's a mass shooting. Oh, thanks for the moment of silence, guys. I feel so much safer in my home now, and I... You really touched me with that moment of silence, and I feel a lot better about the situation here in America. (laughs) I'm sure the families of those who lost people in the Vegas shooting just feel so much better now that those old white men wearing dresses gave us all moments of silence from their cabinets. (laughs) But don't put a ban on semi-automatic weapons or 50 caliber rifles or extended magazines or bumper stocks. How about this crazy idea? Call me crazy. But how about this? 10-year mandatory sentence if you're caught with an, uh, an assault rifle. In the 1940s, after our culture was sent into a paranoid tizzy over the use of marijuana, the government in 1951 established a narcotics act that, that placed minimum sentences on just the possession of marijuana. The first offense put forth a mandatory sentence. And that's just a goddamn plant. 
Will mandatory sentencing stop people from having assault rifles still? I don't know, but isn't it worth a try? How many more of our nation's citizens have to die in a mass shooting before we find out? See, because government can do these things and have an effect on society. They can, but they won't. And that's the fucking problem. And that's why it takes so much to get me to go out and vote. It really does. I'll do it. But man, I don't do it confidently. This whole bipartisan system is fucked. This shit is split right down the middle with two parties that can't agree and then nothing gets done. Bunch of old fucktards sitting around in dresses twiddling their thumbs at the end of the day. Taking $100,000 flights on our dime. These fucking cunts. Here's what you do. You get the fuck out of America. That's one solution. Yeah. Go to a country where they think that we are crazy. That's where you want to be. Like that girl that visited me from the UK. They think we're crazy. Go there. People are sane there. Moving out of America is a crazy idea, though, am I right? Who can afford that? Uprooting your whole family and leaving, going somewhere else, where the people are kind in general? Probably not doable for most of us. So you have to stay here. Well, you know, Trump's not going to put that ban back on assault weapons, even though the data shows that it will curb mass shootings. That doesn't make a difference. He's not a reasonable person that looks at data. (laughs) He looks at the hands that are handing him money and makes his decisions that way, like most politicians. So what do you do if you're going to stay in America? I don't know. What I would love to see is people going and starting their own smaller communities and not relying on government at all, even local government, being self-sustainable, self-sufficient, getting everything they need from their small communities. I'm talking food, shelter, health care. Communal love, not looking to the government for anything. Because you're never going to be able to get out of this jungle, are you? No, but maybe within this jungle you can create your little tiny paradise. And to take it a whole new level, within your little paradise, within your little community, do what Henry David Thoreau did and say, you know what, fuck you, I'm not paying taxes. I'm not paying any taxes. I'm not paying into this system. I'm not giving my money to institutions that don't give a fuck about my safety, that don't give a fuck about my health. That only give a fuck about me when I'm consuming. And that's the only time they pay attention to me. That's the only time I'm valuable to them. That my life is valuable to them. So guys, this was the angriest and most doom and gloom podcast I have yet to do. But I don't have anything funny to say about this. I'm tired of it. I'm fucking sick and tired of living in a violent world. And the people that are in charge don't do shit about it. Because we are led by the least among us. What can you do in your own little world? I'll tell you. Don't consume. Don't follow. Don't believe. And don't watch. This is Jonesy with Free Your Effin' Mind. Thank you for being here for this. Please rate and write a comment on my podcast if you feel like it. I would appreciate that very, very much. Spread it around if you think other people can benefit from this education that I'm putting out there. To follow all that I do... You can do so on Instagram at Funny Jones, Twitter at Funny Jones, Facebook is Comedian Jonesy, and my official website, jonesy.com. This is Free Your Effin' Mind with Jonesy. Another way to support me is by going to patreon.com slash funnyjones, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash funnyjones. That's a little bit of a different arrangement where you can send me like a few bucks a month if you feel like it, if you're digging what I'm doing. What I call it is buy me a cup of coffee a month. 
or buy me one beer a month. It's just one of the many income streams that I'm trying to build here as I try not to starve in Los Angeles as a comedian and writer and performer, which is so difficult.